Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The following program has been pre-recorded. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. Ron and Anian. Got me to thinking about newer vehicles. You know, when they want to get rid of something, when they want something to go, it just goes. And when they want to get rid of the cars, they're just going to make parts unavailable. The Car Doctor. There's a big problem up north. This whole, you know, greenhouse gas emissions thing. They've decided that Santa's sleigh can't use nine reindeer because there's too much emissions from them. So we oh, have he's to, not going electric, is he? Well, he's not talking about going electric, but we're cutting the nine reindeer back to about four. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, The Car Doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. hi Okay, I guess it's... Uh... I guess it's my turn to talk, and we'll get this uh, we'll get this show started today. So, welcome aboard, and uh, thanks for tuning in and taking us today. You know, we know you've got a lot of choices out there for radio and things to listen to, and we appreciate you being here and spending this time on the weekend with us. Uh, you know, I want to tell you the story about this Hyundai that came into the shop recently. It was a 2014 Hyundai Veloster, uh, yeah, Veloster, V E L O S T E R. Uh, cute little name, cute little car. Um, kind of a zippy little thing. It's uh, a little older, you know, eight years, nine years old now. It's uh, had 114,000 miles on it, I think it was. 
and it had a check engine light. And we've, we've serviced this car from day one, so we know this car very well, and we know you know what's been done to it and how it's been serviced and how it's been maintained. And that, that always makes it easier. Uh, you know, it really does. It, 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 it's just easier working on that car you're more familiar with. And it's also less expensive for you, the customer, in the long haul, because there's, there's certain things you don't have to test. You, you know what heart rate and basic blood pressure is. You'll look, but you don't have to be that concerned about it. It's, it's, you can get past the basics quickly, I guess is my point. Well, this check engine light, was it was being set because it had a P0441. It was seeing a problem with purge. So purge on an evaporative emission systems is there. Well, it, let, let's explain it like this. So, you know, there's a front door to your house. There's a back door to your house. You open the back door and the front door. And if you had a fan somewhere, you would pull air through the house and it would, it would vent or purge the house of, of, of stale air. Well, they do the same thing with automobiles, okay? There's an evaporative emission system where they take fumes and they collect fumes from the gas tank, and it's filtered through the charcoal canister, which is a charcoal filter in it, and at certain times to scavenge or clean the canister, it will. they will open up the vent, they will open up the purge, which is the valve on the front of the engine, they'll apply engine manifold vacuum to it and draw the fumes out and, and, and burn it through the engine. So this particular car was setting a P0441, uh, not able to purge or not able to bring tank vacuum down below a certain point. I looked at the parameters for how and when the code sets, and you know I got a good sense of what they were trying to accomplish, and I ran through basic diagnostics. And I couldn't prove anything wrong. I couldn't prove a bad purge valve. I couldn't prove... Uh, you know, a fault in the system. It had integrity. I smoked it, meaning I, you know, put a smoke machine up to it, and I was able to prove that the system had, you know, integrity front to back, meaning it was solid. There were no leaks. And you know, now where are we going? We're, 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 you know, it's. I got a problem, and I got no bad parts. I dug a little deeper. I looked into the fuel tank pressure sensor. So. In order to tell when the system is in a high state of vacuum or a state of pressure, depending upon what they're doing, you know, they will look at the fuel tank pressure sensor. A fuel tank pressure sensor or an FTP is a, is typically a zero to five volt scale uh, sensor. And it's basically a map sensor for the gas tank. It, it works on the same principle. Uh, you know, we'll pull vacuum on it. We'll pull it into a vacuum. It will alter the voltage. The computer will see that that voltage change and then realize where the tank is in relation to vacuum or pressure and what the purge and the vent valve is being commanded to do and, and take that into account. So I looked at the FTP, you know, my theory was could the FTP cause a fault and create a problem and, and not record a code? And I looked at other codes and there's no real code on this particular Hyundai that would say, hey, we did a sweep test of the FTP and it was a problem. Well, fortunately, I needed more information. And fortunately, um, through the boys at Opus, Opus IVS, I was able to plug into the data hotline and I talked to Josh. And Josh is a Hyundai specialist, um, having worked at the dealership many, many years, factory trains and certified. And we had this great conversation on the theory of what could a fuel tank pressure sensor do and what sort of problems could it create? And he walked me through some of the testing that Hyundai recommends on these cars, which was really great. It's it's one of the big advantages of Opus and what they do. 
and you know gave me some insight and tips having him, him having done this many many times before and we went about and I attacked the FTP well I pulled the FTP out having looked at it on a scan tool and I should point that out first I, I, I hooked up my smoke machine to it and put some smoke in the system which built up pressure and I also plugged the vent manually plugged the vent mechanically plugged the vent so now I had smoke coming in through the purge line at the front of the vehicle the purge line going back to the tank, the tank, the canister, and the hose leading up to the vent valve were all filled with smoke and under pressure. And while I watched the fuel tank pressure sensor on a scan tool on my Opus IVS, to be precise, I could see a great variation. It never stayed consistent. And we're talking about, we're looking at something in a measurement inches of water. So one inch of water, or I'm sorry, six inches of water is equal to one inch of vacuum, um, it's a very precise measurement, and I could watch this inch of water uh, reading on the scan tool vary and float all over the place. I'm saying, I've got to have a bad FTP. So my next step was I pulled the back seat out of this car, which is no easy task for a guy my size to work in the back of a little Hyundai Veloster, um, you know, not to mention all the little shopping bags and all the other little things that were back there because everybody, you know, throw it in the back seat. That's where it ends up. And uh, long story short, I got the I got the seat up and I pulled the top of the tank where the FTP was. There's an access plate. I got that up, and I pried the FTP up out of the fuel pump sending unit. And sure enough, when I turned the FTP over, gasoline came out. Well, it's not supposed to have gas in it. It's not supposed. To, it's supposed to read tank pressure, not liquid. And I sat there and banged the sensor around. I kind of, you know, gave it a couple of gentle taps, and I watched the reading on the scan tool float all over creation. Bingo. I have a bad FTP. I have an FTP that won't pull itself or show an accurate reading when it's pulling down into a vacuum or when the system is under pressure, and they're taking that as a purge event. Purchased a new FTP for it, plugged it in, car's fixed. And I guess the point of all this is, is sometimes you have to think outside the box. Sometimes you can't just say, well, I've got this code. The, the car is supposed to do this. And, you know, that didn't fix it. How does the system work is the point. And that's so key. And that's the hardest thing in this day and age to get into. How does the system work? If you took the bad components out of the car, just laid them on the bench, how would you make it work? How would you design that? to, you know, do what it's supposed to do and would it operate and, and, you know, forget the other bad components that are attached to the car, forget the other components that are attached to the car, take the circuit, take the EVAP sensors, take the canister, take the fuel lines, take them all and stand them up by themselves or whatever particular system of the car we're working on and prove how it works, prove it good or prove it bad. Remember what I always say to you, right? It's show me, you know, prove to me what's good and I'll show you what's bad. And in this case, I had narrowed it down. I had looked at what's good. I knew it wasn't the purge. I knew it wasn't the vent valve. I knew the system had integrity. All right? I knew all those things worked. There's only one or two things left at that point. And, you know, I never would have gotten to realize or recognize the fuel tank pressure sensor as as a fault until I eliminated the obvious. You eliminate the obvious, all that's left is what it could be. And then, of course, talking to Opus IVS and, and the nudge from tech support and the additional information there about the pattern failures that these vehicles have in the, in the fuel tank pressure sensor area because of their design, you know, helped move it along. And I 
big big tip of the car doctor hat to my buddy Josh over there. He gave me some great insight and uh, good solid information as all the guys over at Opus do. And I appreciated having them there. So um, that was the repair of the week uh, recently at the shop. It uh, it 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 sort of you know it it's always a good thing to do something like that. You know what? You learn a lot and you walk away going hmm. So that's how it works. A different repair outside the box always very important. So um, and that's what we do here. So if you're a new listener to us or if you're a regular listener to us, you know if you're a new listener to us, you know we're here to answer your car problems and questions and solve them just like we did for that gentleman at the shop with the Hyundai. He was very happy. He picked it up. Evidently, it had been, um, and I thought of this, and I noticed this when I was working on it. He had been on vacation over the summer, and because I kept looking at the charcoal canister and thinking, the charcoal canister on this car is new. How come it's new looking? And sure enough, when Nick was away on vacation, he had a problem with the EVAP system, and he had it fixed down, or he thought he had it fixed way down when he was on vacation, and it did not, right? Um, it didn't work out like that. So uh, you know, he was a little embarrassed and sheepish about it, but I said, ah, Nick, it's okay. I, uh, You know what? I'm glad you made an attempt to fix it because you didn't know why the check engine light was on, and uh, at least now you've 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 got it, right? It's, uh, it's all set and ready to go. So um, in any event, good customer relations. He was happy. We were happy. And um, you know what? We diagnosed it and fixed it. And, you know, again, um, a, a lot of good, solid information there. And some of the key things were, you know, using the smoke machine. The smoke machine was just that important. To that point, coming up at the bottom of the hour today, we're going to be joined by Chuck Kincaid. Chuck is with Redline Detection, and they are manufacturers of some of the finest smoke machines the industry has to offer. Chuck's going to be here to talk to us about smoke testing and pressure testing and some of the other things that go on in the industry to diagnose. So we're looking forward to that. Chuck and Kate will be with us down around the bottom of the hour. But right now I'm here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. Keep in mind that phone number is 24-7. You can uh, you know use that phone number anytime, day or night. Uh, even when the show's not on the air, call us and we'll get you in the queue for the next live broadcast. I'm Ron Anating and the Car Doctor. I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. 
The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Keep Ron's number handy, 855-560-9900, for when you really need advice on your car. Here's Ron. Hey, 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 welcome back, listeners. Uh, Ron and Ian, car doctor here. So let's do a quick piece of email. I got a couple of emails I want to address today. Hey, Ron and Tom. Tom, this uh, this gentleman's talking about us all the way from Australia. I'm still listening from Australia and wearing those car doctor T-shirts that you sent me for my son and I many years ago. That was very much appreciated. My daughter has inherited a Mercedes B180 2010 model from her late grandmother. It has 14,000 miles on it. It has been sitting for four years. It has the CVT transmission. Is there any special thing we should be doing to make the transmission last or should be treating it differently from a regular trans? Well, I probably shouldn't be driving it. It's a CVT. You'll wear it out. Um, <laughs> as it's been sitting so long, I thought I'd get a service done on the CVT now anyway. I assume the service is not any different to a conventional transmission. I've seen some comments. I'm sorry, I've seen some comments that say make sure you use the factory fluid given how specialized the transmissions are. I don't have any previous experience with CVTs, and I'm thinking I should probably over-service it. Um, yeah, you know, listen, a part of it, let's, let's, this is a little bit of a long email. Let's just, let's just address it. Uh, you know, this comes to us from Nick down in uh, Alphington, Vic, 3078. I guess that's the province or the area, the part of, or maybe that's the town in the city. Uh, I don't know how Australia gets laid out, but anyway, that's from Nick. Uh, you know what, Nick, CVTs, whether they're here or there, uh, seem to be very fragile things. They, they, There are some out there that have pattern failures that we see fail on a con- common, consistent basis. Uh, for example, some of the Nissans in the last 10 years uh, just seem to be failure-prone. Uh, 60, 70, 80,000 miles, Nissan had a heck of a problem with more than a few of them where they were not recalling them, but they were extending the warranty on a lot of the Nissan product. And a lot of the Nissan product had problems where they were failing due to radiator transmission cooler issues. Uh, The radiator trans cooler would fail. It would mix coolant and trans fluid together, which obviously would dilute down inside the transmission and the transmission wouldn't operate properly and cause internal damage and voila, cause a transmission to fail. So, you know, that's, that's a typical CVT failure around here. Uh, you know, what's it like in Australia? I venture to guess it's probably the same thing. I'm sure your vehicles are built pretty much the same way. I can't say for sure that the emissions are exactly alike. I'm sure there's some differences. But, you know, I would be cautious. Would I change fluid on a regular basis? Yeah, I would. Uh, you know, because tr- trans fluid is still trans fluid. CVT is still CVT in the sense of heat is the biggest damager, or I can't, I can't say it like that, but heat causes the most damage to transmissions in general and, you know, changing the fluid on a consistent basis and making sure you're using factory fluid. I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think you want to use, uh, you know, factory level fluid and make sure that it, it meets and exceeds the demands. One thing you might want to try, and I'm, I'm just thinking of this off the top of my head is go to royalpurple.com. 
Royal Purple is a synthetic fluid and oil manufacturer here in the United States, and they actually might make some specific trans fluids for CVT for that application. I can't say that for sure, but it's worth a look because their products are great. They're used in a lot of performance applications. They're used in conventional everyday applications. And uh, royalpurple.com might have some more information for you. And if not, then yes, factory fill fluid would be the way to go. There's a second part to this question. Another issue I'm having is the tank won't fill up and keep stopping the nozzle at the gas station. Is it possible that when the car is sitting so long, the fuel is gummed up and blocked the purge valve solenoid for the EVAP canister? Any help you could provide would be appreciated. Best regards and wishing you and your family a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Nick, Australia. You know what, Nick? Um, the, the tank popping off, you could have a clogged vent valve. And it could be something as simple as a spider web. So what I would tell you to do is find the vent valve on that system. You know, basically go down, look to the charcoal canister. There'll be an exit line out of the charcoal canister somewhere. Disconnect it at the canister or disconnect it where it comes up to the vent. And then go take the car and get it filled. If you can now put fuel in the car without the pump clicking on and off multiple times, then let's take a look. Is the vent valve stuck shut? Does the... Does the vent valve or the rubber hose, that usually it's a rubber hose that leads up to the top of the neck of the fuel filler neck, is is does that have a spider web in it uh, or some other kind of obstruction? Does it have, you know, animals living in it, you know, depending on how long this car sat? Uh, you know, I would, I would tend to think it's something more along those lines before I went anywhere else. If the vent valve is built into and is part of the canister, like on certain Toyotas, then you're going to have no choice but to replace the canister. But you could, all right, there's going to be an inlet for the canister, which is basically the purge valve, purge line coming from the front of the car. If you disconnect that, see if that relieves pressure and see if that allows the fuel system to be filled up. Basically, what you're trying to do is you're trying to find the point of where you can vent the system. Think of trying to fill a gas can sitting on the ground and... Um, you know, sitting on the ground and, you know, if you don't open the vent on the other side, the system now has a problem where it will, uh, you know, it just, it just bulges the can and, and it won't allow it to properly, you know, put fuel in. So you're going to build up too much pressure. You're trying to figure out how to debulge the gas can, if it were, you know, whether it's the vent or coming in or out of the canister, one of the two of those should make the difference and allow you to do what it is that you have to get done. So, uh, by all means, do that. And if you've got any questions, shoot me another email. Nick, it's always a pleasure. Um, you know, listen, I remember uh, many years ago we talked on the phone, and I thought that was the greatest thing from Australia. Just just crazy, brother. So you really uh, uh, you humbled me, the fact that you're with me all these years, and I appreciate you and everybody else. I'm Ron Annie in the Car Doctor. Hey, Chuck Kincaid's coming up next. We're going to talk red line detection, uh, smoke machine diagnostics. Stay tuned. We're back right after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Dashing through the snow in my rusty Chevrolet, down the road I go, sliding all the way. Welcome back, listeners. Ron Anini and the Car Doctor here. You know, a lot changes in the world of diagnostics. It's a constant, constant battle. Just trying to stay up and just, you know, keep up with the change. Uh, You know, we're going to talk a little bit right now with Chuck Kincaid. He's the global business developer uh, he's in global business development for redline detection and diagnostics. We've talked to Chuck before. He's one of these industry guys that we're glad to have him on that side of the curtain because he helps us on this side of the curtain. Um, we're here to talk about diagnostics today and uh, talk a little bit about some of the changes in the evolution that he's helping uh, guide along the way. And we're glad to have you there. Chuck, welcome back, sir. It's good to talk to you. Great. Thanks, Ron. Thanks for having me. Uh, you know, we all talk about, let's let's start with basics, right? We think about diagnostics in, 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 in certain senses of the word, and there's times where, and everybody that's listening has, has heard this conversation a thousand times, uh, you know, with regards to we've got an evaporative emissions problem and we're going to use a smoke machine to diagnose that. Uh, you know, speak to that a little bit. What's the value in having a smoke machine to perform basic EVAP diagnostics? Would you please? Yeah, so, you know, EVAP diagnostics almost requires a smoke machine when you're doing them. Um, so so it's one thing to remember about these is that they're diagnostic leak locators, right? So sometimes you know you have a leak, but you need to find the leak, right? And so this is where, you know, smoke machines come in. Or actually a better term for that would be visual vapor. It's a more accurate term because the, the mineral oil, it's, it's we usually use a mineral oil. It's vaporized. It's not burned. So that gets injected into the systems and um, allows you to lo- locate leaks in those systems. And, um, you know, whether that be in the purge valves, the vent valves, make sure everything's working correctly and has the, the everything leaks a little bit. And so there's also flow meters on these units to make sure that uh, that the flow rate is, is correct, that the, the amount of leakage out of the system is meeting OE stuff. And, and you need a flow meter, right, Chuck? I mean, you know, before we go any further, there are some, let's say it what it is, there are some cheaper units out there, some smoke machines, that they're doing it without flow meters. And that's not really a help to the technician, correct? Correct. Or inaccurate, uh, or inaccuracies, right? So, you know, we, you know, we take pride in that. So, um, because the different OEMs have different specifications that you have to meet for, uh, for the, for the EVAP, right? So, um, you know, really, it really depends. So you really need an accurate measure of the flow 
in order to determine whether or not you're in specification or if you really do have a problem. When you say the OEs have different specs, you're you're saying, for example, Ford may say their evaporative emission system uh, it has to meet an evap pressure of, and I'm going to just make up a number, half a pound. Ford Ford may Ford's a half a pound. GM may say a quarter pound. Chrysler is a tenth of a pound of flow. And you've you've got to know what to set the machine for to calibrate it to adjust for that. Because if you test a Ford at an incorrect pressure rated for a GM or a Chrysler, your diagnostics are going to be off. Correct? Well, they could be. Um, so in evap in the evap world, you're really talking about low pressures, so yes. less than one psi. Yes, these are a half a psi, and they're set to that. Um, but you know, the, the flow rate that's coming out of the machine and out of the system, right. Is really what you're looking for, because even think about these systems are not airtight, completely sealed, right. They, they, everything leaks a little bit and, um, especially finding that in a lot of different areas now that everything leaks just a little bit. And so there's specifications in how much these systems can leak. And so, so you, and, and that's, and that's what that flow meter is going to help you decide and find. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So let's let's jump up a second here. So you and I, sh- yeah. you, you shared a piece of paper with me, uh, um, some case studies that Redline Diagnostics, uh, Redline Detection was working on. And uh, you know, the first one I'm looking at is a P0299. It's a low boost code fault. On a, I'm imagining. Well, it's a turbocharged. It's something turbocharged. It doesn't tell me what the vehicle was. It's a 2014 something. It says. Tell me about that repair. Yeah, I obfuscated some of these things. So we work a lot with field service engineers at various different OEMs, and you know, we they share our information with us, right, so that we can understand how the product's being used, and you know, we can make product improvements and and really, uh, you know, really understand these use cases. And yeah, so you know, and it, <clears throat> the one I had sent you just to share is, you know, one of these vehicles was at a had a, a P two ninety nine low boost code that's very common uh, code. Um, and this is more on the intake high pressure side, right? So uh, we're talking about high pressure uh, machines and simulating pressure for intakes and for use for exhaust as well. So in this case, we found um, that this head dealer had this car for five months. The owner was driving around a free loaner car. Technicians replaced the turbocharger. They replaced the ECU, the MAF sensor, the wiring to the MAF sensor, the barometer sensor, the wiring to the barometer sensor. But basically every component like, has been replaced on this vehicle. And, and, and by the time they got to check for the leaks, they found, well, when they actually used the proper equipment, they, the leaks were just too – they had a, a two loose clamps. And that's it. And that's right? all that was so, And this is it. what we find, right? This is, this is really common. You know, we – if you look at the return rates on turbos, um, you know, when, when the turbos go back, um, you know, most of the time, um, and I hate to quote exact numbers here, but it's a surprising amount of time, it's not the turbo that's, that's at fault. It's some upstream component, some sort of leak in the system. And so, you know, and this is something that we can help with, and, and this is where we can help with warranty with OEs, and we do help with warranty with OEs, um, uh, using using equipment like this because you know technicians they you know they you know throw throw things at it right it reminds me of the uh, ECU days back in the day where you know if there was a problem with electrical just replace the ECU start there it's, it's always ECU, it's always right? the computer and how many of those computers computer. were actually bad two out of ten two out of a hundred right. right yeah um, yeah it's the same same you know don't just go and replace the turbo it's usually some other problem right yeah I can imagine. But, yeah. you know, and I guess the problem becomes that 
repair shops, dealers and independents alike just don't have this type of equipment right now for whatever reason. Uh, A lot of them don't, right? Or they're using the wrong kind of equipment for the wrong applications. So this is common as well. So a lot of shops have EVAP uh, pressure smoke machines, right? So this low low pressure machines, but they don't simulate boost properly, right? So so for for intakes, for boosted intakes, um, for exhaust systems and things, you really need a lot more pressure and a lot more flow. And then it uncovers, right? It uh, uncovers some of the leaks that you wouldn't necessarily see with low pressure. Sometimes you can find them with low pressure, but in a lot of cases, it's, it's not the case. You need higher pressure and higher flow to be able to find some. So I guess as our conversation evolves today, as the industry evolves, there's a low pressure EVAP smoke machine, right? And then there's an, a high pressure uh, smoke machine or high pressure diagnostic machine to look at passageways and 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 connectivity you know uh, tubing and and boost under boost Correct. uh you know and that's, and that's and that's a completely different animal and using a low pressure machine in a high pressure application not going to work exactly yeah yeah, yeah they, you don't want to use an evap machine in, in boosted applications you don't want to use um, a boosted machine in your evap system right way too much pressure you're going to cause damage so um, so you have to use the right, or you get a dual unit. And so we have dual uh, units that have both EVAP and high pressure all in the same unit. And we have a couple of those types of units. And those have been popular as well because, especially with the OE programs, at least lately, um, because a lot of the EVAP uh, equipment that's out there is kind of long in the tooth, right? And they've had it for a long period of time, or maybe it's broken in the corner, right? And th- these types of kind of situations. So. It's just replacing both at the same time. Right. And so, you, you know, you get kind of a two-in-one. Operation, know. yeah. I'll tell you what, sit yeah. tight. Sit tight, Chuck. Let's pull over, take a pause. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about high-pressure machines, and let's talk about some of the high-pressure solutions uh, that you guys have worked with with the dealerships, if you have any, uh, in yeah. terms of finding solutions, and uh, just give our listeners an example. So stay put. I'm here with Chuck Kincaid from Redline Detection, and uh, I'll be back right after this. I'm Ron Anini and The Car Doctor. Don't go anywhere. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. 
Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. And you better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pop, I'm telling you why. Welcome back, listeners. Ron Andy, the car doctor here with Chuck Kincaid of Redline Detection. You know, Chuck, I owe you an apology. I was I was calling you Redline Diagnostics, but I, I think Redline, I think Diagnostics, right? I, I I'm giving <laughs> right. The, I'm giving the whole company a whole nother name here. Uh, you know, when, when when we pulled away for the pause, we were talking about low pressure evap and smoke machine uses, and then we were going to get into some of the high pressure applications because that's that's okay. new to the listenership, right? We they haven't heard yeah. me talk about that much because I think it's new to the industry. Um, you know, I'm looking at the case studies that you've got here. Uh, you know, which any one of these was a high pressure application? There's something here about a turbo wastegate problem. Um, you know, can you give us an example of where using high pressure is is required in a in a in a in a smoke machine type of setting? If I can say it like that. Yeah. So you know, high pressure is probably a more interesting conversation, at least to me these days, because it's a hot top topic right now, right? Because you know, in 2010, maybe 5% of vehicles sold in the U.S. were turbocharged. But, you know, by next year, it's going to be closer to 50%, right? So you, you're seeing this all over the place. Even Toyota is getting into, into turbos these days, right? And then right. kind of the last bastion of that. And so, you know, one of the things, you know, we say we, we make diagnostic leak detectors, but we really what we do is we, we help people find more problems, right, to fix with their, on their customer cars, right? We, we find business for people because... You have to think, you know, there's less cars sold today. People are keeping their cars longer. And if you have a shop, you have to, you know, you have to keep things going if you're a technician, right? So um, so we, we like to say that because it does help people. Um, and if you look at California with $6 a gallon of gas, um, if you got a leak, you know, a lean condition due to a leak, you know, what does the computer do? It adds more fuel, right? So fuel economy is related to leaks in, in vehicle systems as well, right? So And, and, um, and, and a pimple or a, a pinhole rather, you know, can go a long way towards creating a problem that may not set a fault code, but may skew that car to run a little too far to the left or the right of, of, of balance, if I can say it like that. And Yeah, absolutely. That's what this will do, you know? Yeah, yeah that, that's right. And so, you know, it, it, it just helps you to, especially these intermittent problems, the drivability issues, right? Um, and on the, in the diesel side, um, you know, the, the after-treatment, um, and, and detecting problems in the after treatment, right? Um, so all that in, in, on gas cars, it's the exhaust, right? So, you know, a catalytic converter. So if you get a P420 low catalyst system efficiency code, for example, right? You know, like a couple of the things that could be wrong there could be the intake manifold has air leaks in it, right? right. Or you might have leaks in the fuel injector, right? So there's, there's, some, there's some things there to, to think. And instead of replacing the catalytic converter, um, you know, perform a proper diagnostic so you can rule those things out because these are expensive components, right? Um, on the heavy-duty side, you know, if, you, if you're running into excessive regen on your, D, your DPF or, you know, you have low power or, or, you know, low boost or your engine's derated, all those can be attributed to leaks as well. So it really does give you, um, you know, more tools in your, uh, you know, more arrows in your quiver, if you will, yeah. right, to yeah. – 
be able to to solve problems for for customers. Well, and, you know, like I always say, diagnostics to me, what I preach is it's not looking for what's bad. I look for what's good. Tell me what's good. I'll tell you what's bad. Process of elimination. Uh, and, and, and sometimes that's what you have to do. Because, you know, to do a simple, uh, you know, high pressure, low pressure, whatever, smoke test to check ducting to make sure it's airtight, to check manifold to make sure they're airtight and so forth. You know, I don't know, 15, 20 minute test, Chuck, half hour tops, depending upon the complexity of the system. Yeah, that, yeah not, not even, right? right? A lot of these tests are 10 minutes, right. uh, five minutes. Even, right. right. So and, we're done. So it, we know it's it, not it, that it, if it passes. Exactly. Right. Well, that's that's a great point, Ron, because a lot of the value that's often overlooked is if you don't have a leak, that's great. At least you know that you don't have a leak. You can move on to the next thing. Yep. And, and so, you know, a lot of times you just don't know, right? And so this this is where we, again, you, know, you get into, well, let's try replacing this component or that component, yeah. right, to try to see, okay, does that take the code away? Hope and there's and a good 40-plus codes, right, that have... <laughs> Yeah. Had to do with leaks, yeah. you know, as, as part of the diagnostic process. It, you know, it, it, it gets awful expensive. It sure, it sure would pay to just have a, have proper equipment and do the testing right. <laughs> it um, saves a lot of time. Without a it saves doubt. Saves a lot of time. Chuck, the clock's yeah. going to grab us. Where can the listeners go get more information? We're going to have to have you back because I can see where there's an awful lot to cover here. Where are the listeners going to go to get more information, babe? Yeah, so our, our website. So we're, you know, you can find our product around the world. We're in 160 countries. All the products built in California. It's all made in the USA, and um, it's redlinedetection.com. So it's www.redlinedetection, all one word, .com. Perfect. Chuck, you have yourself a good holiday season. Thanks for stopping by, and we'll get in touch. We'll see you again real soon. Be well. Appreciate it, Ron. Always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. I'm Ron Anani and the Car Doctor. We're back right after this. Don't go away. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Tumpity, Tumpity, look at Frosty go. And we are back. Welcome back. Ron and Ian, the car doctor here. Thanks again to Chuck Kincaid and the folks over there at Redline Detection. And uh, I call them Redline Diagnostics, six one half a dozen or the other. But um, just great stuff, great products, and great information. Chuck, we thank you for taking the time. Uh, we know what a busy guy you are. Uh, the name of the book, and, uh, you know, I'm just going to segue right into this, Tom, if that's okay. Shelby American, 60 Years of High Performance. Uh, it's just off the press. Matter of fact, I think it's going it, to, it's off the press, and I think it's going to hit the shelves somewhere around uh, mid-January of this year, of uh, 23. And it's written by Colin Comer, Rick Kopech, co-authored it with him. It's got a forward on it by James Farley, who is the president and CEO of Ford. And it is a fascinating, fascinating look at the early days of, the, you know, the stories behind the scenes of Cobra, Daytona, Mustang GT350, GT500, the Ford GT40, and so much more. It's just a great book, a great read, color pictures, black and whites. Uh, you know, I, a lot of the things I didn't realize about Shelby, I was a little too young at that time. But in the stories that I've heard and, and, and things, you can just, you know, it's a great sit down at the coffee table. Uh, pick it up and just, you know, look through it on a rainy Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon type of a thing, just to look at the history of the automobile and what it is and uh, where the whole concept of what Shelby created came from. So just a great, great book. It's going to be out there, uh, oh, I guess in the next couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, just I just wanted to let you know I've reviewed it and uh, just a really great, solid book. We're actually going to get to try and get a couple of copies See if we can do some giveaways in the coming weeks. You know, we like to give away books up here. Well, that about wraps up this hour of The Car Doctor. I want to thank everybody for joining us. You know, it's, um, you know, I hope you enjoy when we talk to guys like Chuck Kincaid. I do. I learn something every time I talk to somebody, equipment manufacturer, uh, you know, the insight on what they design and how and why. You know, we all look at cars sometimes. We go, ah, that's a piece of junk. Why'd they make it? You know, there's always a reason why they design it like they did. And there's always a good reason, and that's what we're here to present to you. So until um, the next time, I just want you to think about that and be aware that there's always a reason, there's always a cause, and to remind you once more that I'm Ron Anani and the Car Doctor. Good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See you. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 